Hey everyone, I hope you all are having a great day today. I just want to take a quick minute before the show starts here to let you know that it's officially launched. My website is live. You can check it out at joelmahe.ca or reach out to me via email at coaching at j-o-e-l-m-a-h-e dot c-a. And I would love to interact, communicate, collaborate, have ideas for the podcast, or if coaching is something you are interested in, please feel free to look over my website where it will help you bring more clarity on what exactly coaching is and what it can bring to your life. So feel free to check out those resources and I hope you enjoy the show. Hello and welcome to Surrendering Average. I'm your host, Joel Mahe. Today's show is titled State Change. And state change is something that has absolutely changed my life. And this is the ability to break off the negative emotions, the negative thoughts, the negative patterns that might be happening within our mind to flip to the other side, to something more positive, something more aligned with our true nature. And in today's show, I will discuss some instant tools, hacks, tricks, practices, as well as progressive awareness and how to rebuild a more desirable identity, all which is going to help us perform state changes in our day-to-day life to minimize our negative emotional states and be able to break our patterns in the moment to help us live more congruently to our true, genuine nature. So please, focus in and be present as you begin to surrender your average life. Hello and welcome to the show. I hope everyone's having a great day today. And I just want to start again by saying thank you so much for listening. I'm so happy you're here taking the time to listen to something that will hopefully bring some kind of value into your life. And as mentioned before, I now have my website live at joelmahe.ca where you can check that out, see what I'm about, see what my offerings are, as well as reaching out and sending me an email if you'd like at coaching at joelmahe.ca or even checking out my Instagram at joelmahe. And I'd love to connect with anyone who might be listening. If you have any questions, comments, feedback, or just curious about coaching or about me in general, I'd love to communicate and interact in some type of dialogue. So feel free to reach out. And as far as my life, we're in about the just past the midway point in January. So we're really sinking into the the heart of winter here in Edmonton. And we're about to enter a cold snap next week. And, you know, these these times can be a bit more uh, daunting and there's not a lot of sunlight and it's a lot of cold. And with COVID, we're pretty much trapped to our households and we can't really have the same normal interactions that we normally have. But I believe this is such an important and crucial time that we can take advantage of where we can really look inward and see what's important with us and truly align our vision, our journey and what's what's meaningful in our life. So I'm really focusing on that right now. Both Jess and I are. I'm really formulating um, our lives and to try and live congruently to what's important with us and not let those external circumstance um external circumstances take control of our life and that also links into today's episode and on that note we we we're now settled into our our new house we've been in the new house for about a month now 
And yet again, it's been great proof that exterior things and exterior objects don't solve our internal problems. You know, we're still the same. We're still the same way. We still have the same emotions. We still have all the same problems, all the same things that we're still working through. Not that they're drastically grandiose things that are catastrophic, but you know, when I'm not at my best, I still need to work on rapidly or progressively changing my state. You know, just because we got something external, just because we got this new house, which I'm not, I'm not bashing. I'm not saying that you shouldn't strive for goals. Like, you know, this is fun. This is fun for us getting more things. And it's, it's the new way of fun um, where previously it might have been staying out late and partying with friends and all this kind of stuff. So um, I'm not saying don't chase and go after your goals. I'm just saying that it's those external circumstances aren't going to magically change what we have going on internally with us. And that links to today's episode, which is titled state change. So for me, I still need to learn how to change my state when I'm not showing up in those ideal manners and, and when I'm not aligned with my true nature. So that's really what today's episode is about. And I'd like to dive in with a quote by Daniel Goleman, who wrote the book Emotional Intelligence. And he states, the emotional brain responds to an event more quickly than the thinking brain. So all that means is basically our automatic programming responds naturally before conscious or thinking mind has a chance. And, and remember that our brain is this high efficient system which has a lot of complex mechanisms within it. But basically speaking in metaphorically with, with metaphors here, uh, you know, it's just a high efficient system that wants to do the least amount of work possible. So that means that it's going to re respond in, in ways that we've responded before. It's just going to automatically populate our emotions and what's going to come out in our body language and what we actually say. It's just that automatic response system. And many times this probably won't serve us as in the case with me and my, you know, I really struggled with this in my life. It was, it was becoming detrimental to my life and, uh, until exploring state change and, and how to actually change this, um, I was really struggling with that. And of course this can be dangerous because if we've built up negative or destructive habits in regards to how we respond to certain situations, the more frequently we will respond in that same manner and the more it gets ingrained into our subconscious mind. So if our brain just wants to react the way we normally react, if we keep acting and reacting in that same way, it's just going to become more familiar and more familiar. And that's going to be our new response mechanism all the time. And that, that, that can lead us on a very slippery slope. So if we're always if we get into arguments or we react or to in the same low vibrational state, this can eventually take over and lead to a personality trait, such as in the case that I experienced, you know, I experienced um, this grumpy, more mean, stern personality trait. And the more I responded this manner, the more it became ingrained in me and the more I would frequently show up this way. And it was definitely not ideal. And so learning how to state change can help us uh, as we build up a new subconscious mind, a new identity, um, and it can learning how to state change in the moment can really just help guide us through the day to day with much more emotional control. 
and it can separate us from our negative emotions as we feel them coming on. It gives us a chance. Oh, you know, I, I'm aware that I, I'm not, I'm not feeling the best way. I want to react here. It's going to give us a chance to pivot and react in a new manner. And learning to state change can drastically improve our energy levels. You know, if you, if you find yourself saying, oh, I'm just so drained when I get home from work, I just don't have the energy to, to formulate these new habits or take new action. You know, you're not alone, but there is a way to change this. And I believe that a, one of the most powerful, impactful ways of doing this is through a state change by changing our states. It can help regulate and control our emotions, especially when triggered. And if, especially if you're in a relationship or have a family or live with other people or have interactions with other people, there's a good chance that you're going to get triggered. And you've probably experienced an argument in the past where it keeps escalating and escalating and escalating. And that's because we're not changing our state once we first got triggered. So there's a, there's a strategy behind all this that can really help us with, uh, with that escalation. And it can truly help our thoughts, especially our negative ones, in our head. Usually, those thoughts are the things informing us of all the, excuse, all the excuses, the things holding us back. You know, you shouldn't do X, Y, and Z. When we fall into these low vibrational states of mind, all the excuses will come. The thoughts that we formulate will all be excuse thoughts, negative thoughts, keeping us in that state, which is in turn holding us back from taking new actions, from formulating those habits, from making progress. And a state of mind, whether you're aware of it or not, we tend to perpetuate the negative emotions we are feeling. And every couple seconds, we keep affirming to ourselves why we need to be in this lower vibrational state, whether that's being angry, frustrated, or grumpy. We're self-fulfilling the prophecy in our mind. If we're in that state, we want to look for every reason and every, every excuse to keep us there. We want to affirm that emotional state. And, and what we usually aren't aware of is that all it takes is a state change and we can change how we're thinking, feeling and acting. And this can be an immediate process. You know, this took me a while to wrap my head around that this can be done in an instant because I used to have false beliefs that it would take me a day or I'm not a person that can just change my state or change my energy. And I truly believe this limiting belief. And before I learned how to change my state of mind, these were the dangers that I experienced and, and saw that it was destructing so many things in my life. Um, I was truly a prisoner of my emotions for the majority of my day. If there was a circumstance that got me thinking negative thoughts at any point in the day, even if it was at the start of the day, the more I would perpetuate my emotional state. And this began to turn into a personality trait. This became, became my familiar, my default mode. I was frequently living in a low vibrational state unless I was partying or, or giving into a false desire. We talked about false desires last week. My only way out of these states of mind was going into a false desire, you know, watching TV or numbing my mind or getting my mind off something instead of looking within, instead of actually looking at the source and the root of all these problems, I would just buffer. I would just give into a false desire 
to make me feel better in the moment. But what that would do is just, it would bury it. It would bury it. And when I buried it, it amplified, it compounded, it became more of an issue. It became more ingrained to my automatic programming. I would just act this way more frequently and frequently. If I would get set off during the day, even if it was the beginning of the day at work, I would hold this emotional state. I would keep and hold on to this state of mind and it would perpetuate my negative emotions and I would have no control. I would have no way of breaking that up, of interrupting that. And it became destructive and it was really a huge pivotal problem in my life until I truly learned how to change my state of mind. And that is not to say that I am a master or guru of doing this as I still struggle with this on the day to day. I have the awareness now. I have the tools and strategies to help me out to not make it more frequently. And I'm not a victim of my previous state of mind where I didn't know how to interrupt that. Learning how to change my state of mind has really enabled me to make progress and uh, move forward and grow and evolve in my life. And something important to know is that our minds tend to gravitate to this, uh, to a this or that thinking, good or bad, right or wrong, high or low, wealthy or poor, success or failure. We tend to use extreme contrasts normally normally our our mind doesn't just sit in neutral thinking like try to think about your thoughts during your day you're either you're either feeling great you're on top of the mountain or shit you're in a low spot you know you're you're one or the other frequently most often not always but that you know we tend to just go in between these swings of comparison and it's really the higher state of consciousness uh, that being in the present moment, that, that is the neither good or bad. It just is thinking. And that's, you know, that's kind of the end goal. And that's, that's, that's where highly <laughs> spiritually awakened people are able to, to sit. But for the, the normal, uh, the normal Joe out there, you know, we, we're, we're not there yet. We're working to get there. We're, we're working to stay in that higher state of consciousness more often, more frequently, where it's neither good or bad. It just is. And just going with the flow. But that takes some serious work. And as I, I work on that continually, I'm getting way better at it for sure by utilizing this, these strategies and, and implementing this awareness and growing my capability to be more self-aware. But, you know, I'm not there all the time. That's for damn sure. And we can use the same type of thinking, these, this extreme contrast, if we're not there, if we're not in that neither good or bad state yet, to help us um, having that knowledge of, of, of the extreme contrast can help us to go from where we are right now, which might be that low vibration, to where we want to be, to go from the extreme, from the good to the bad, the this or that. So that's essentially what a state change is, going from this to that, interrupting where we are and moving to where we want to be. So again, it's important to know that emotions are not who we are. And I previously believed this, but emotions are created by thoughts, which are not real. They're, they, you know, they, they're not our truth. They only exist in our mind. And if we do nothing to control them, then we probably will frequently experience unwanted emotions or behaviors, especially if we start giving in to those unwanted negative emotions and behaviors more frequently, they're just going to perpetuate. But luckily, 
there are actions, processes, hacks, and practices to help us experience a state change. So I've kind of broken it down into three different categories. And the first one being an instant state change. And these are the instant quick fix tools and hacks that can really happen at any time in the moment. The second category is working on our progressive awareness strategies. So this is kind of self-discovery, looking within that whole process to deconstruct the ego and just have a higher state of awareness on when we get triggered. Because when we have a higher state of awareness and really develop that, that concept and that skill, I, I believe awareness is a skill and a practice that we need to work on developing so that we can be aware of our triggers. What are the times of the day? What are the moments? Who are the people that trigger us the most? So we can go into those situations with preparation, knowing that we're probably going to need to execute these state change tools and tactics. And the third category is rebuilding your identity. More so rebuilding and aligning your identity to your true self. And I believe that this is done with a holistic health overhaul, whether that's our diet or exercise, you know, mindfulness, meditation techniques combined with those instant tools to keep us on track. And this is really going to enable us to change our brain chemistry, change our neuroplasticity to make long term changes that stick, stick more permanently. We're, we're now altering and working on and changing those previous automatic responses that might not have been so desirable into ones that are more aligned with our true nature and ones that align with making us feel good our positive emotions of how we actually want to respond, not just how we impulsively respond in negative ways. So first category, the instant, these are all the little tools and tactics that you can begin to implement in your life today. And the first one, the biggest one, which again is work practice, and it's truly uh, a skill acquired to change our inner dialogue. Um, and, and it's easier to practice when it's just you, because if we're trying to change our dialogue or inner dialogue in our mind when we're in an altercation or we're communicating with someone else, it becomes so difficult because then we're out of the present moment. We're trying to have awareness on the thoughts we're thinking and doing so then we can blurt out and say the right thing. You know, let's, let, let's go to the practice field here. Let's, let's practice in our minds when we're by ourselves, whether that's by our, when we're doing work, whether that's when we're going for a walk, when it's just us in an inner mind. Let's work on changing the thoughts, having awareness and putting in thoughts that we want that are helpful to us. Whether that's, whether we catch ourselves, um, reflecting in a negative way based on our day or I, ah, I had the worst day at work I'm so frustrated with my boss or I can't believe I'm still working for this job and for this company or whatever it may be and then oh okay now now just try and change that dialogue well you know you know it pays the bills and it it, it, it provides shelter for my family it provides the money that we need to to pay our mortgage and and just start start playing with interrupting your dialogue and changing the thoughts consciously to thoughts that might serve you better. And again, this is a practice that will need to be aggressively implemented. But the, the key point is breaking the negative thoughts. And that's a skill that's a practice. And the more frequently we can do this, 
the that that's essentially a state change right there we're going from negative thoughts changing it in, input positive thoughts and this is easier said than done but this is practice and work literally anyone can do there's no you don't need to have a certain level of iq you don't need to do a bunch of studying for this that is essentially what mindfulness is you hear all this mindfulness stuff and all these apps and whatever ah, don't get lost in the confusion of all this and break it down to the simplicity of it of hey let me choose some thoughts instead of just aimlessly going around with whatever my mind is blurting and populating in my mind let's take some control anyone could input a new thought it is just simply a practice another one is changing your physiology or or posture and and this can be your body language so instead of only just inputting that thought you know let's say we have our slumped over shoulders and we're saying yeah you know i like this job because it's great <laughs> you know what we say is completely I think in language, it's something like seven or nine percent of the actual words spoken are what con conveys what the meaning we're trying to get across. The rest is done through body language, tonality, posture, um, the way the energy that it's that's put behind the words, how it's conveyed, <laughs> the passion, the energy we put behind that. That's that's the powerful part rather than the words that are being said. So if we're changing our body posture, we're changing our physiology, that's going to have an impact on the words that we're saying. And it's going to make it more believable with the language, the body, the tone, the energy behind the words that we're saying. So try to uh, change that posture and, and, and think about it. Usually when we have good posture, we're usually in a good state of mind. We're usually we're happy. We're not sulking. We're not lower shoulders. We're not hunched over. You know, we're up tall. We're happy. We're enthusiastic. So try to implement that change of physiology, change of body posture um, to experience a, a more profound state change. And another hack can be um, putting on a smile. <laughs> and this is really tricking your mind. And there's a mind-body connection. And if you smile, if you're grumpy right now, put on a smile. Put on a smile and a giggle, a forced laugh. Change the smile and it will change instantly how you feel, I promise. While listening to this, put on the biggest grin you have right now. If you're alone, put on a grin and just notice right there, it's changed how you feel. That's that's a change of state right there. So again, this go to the go to the practice field. Try these things on your own by yourself because it might look a little stupid if you're in a oh, who cares even if you're in a crowd of people and you put on a big smile. I'd rather see somebody smiling than looking grumpy and angry. You know, so put on the smile and that will help change that state in the moment. And if you just came from a heated argument or you feel yourself grumpy, you just got home from work or wherever you get triggered the most. Go isolate yourself in a room, you know, and just even if it's 10 seconds, this does not need to take a lot of time and just put on a smile and, and think I want I'm changing my state and I'm changing my state right now and smile. And uh, and, and one that kind of can relate to that is Tony Robbins preaches this all the time. And it's in a couple of his books, but he's for, for a state change to occur. He says, try just yelling out change. 
change <laughs> or do something extremely strange or left or out of left field something you don't normally do you know whether that's a stupid dance shaking your body again if you want to do this by yourself probably so you don't look like a fool um, but it's a way to interrupt the negative thought pattern the negative train that is mo that is that is rolling aggressively taking you away into that deep negative emotional state this can be that way of just breaking that up interrupting it momentarily so you can so you can show up in a new state of mind so just try isolating yourself put on that smile yell change say change in your mind really loud when you when you notice when you catch yourself in those negative states of mind and that is just instant tools and hacks we can do when we catch ourselves in those states of mind so the second category is progressive awareness and this is really the preparation um, and, and, and taking in the awareness of, okay, when we observe the times that, uh, that we truly get triggered, what are the, what are the moments? What are the, what are the, who are the people? What are the environments that we tend to oftenly get triggered? Well, for me, it was when I came home from work, I wouldn't change my state of mind. I would just hold all the energy that I experienced through work. And I'd be in a low vibrational state. I just potentially worked outside all day. There was a lot of stress at work, whatever it may be. And I'm, I'm coming into the house carrying all that low vibrational energy with me. And I haven't changed my state of mind. And then I would show up and, and Jess would be all happy to see me. And I haven't done a state change. And I'm just there holding all this negative, <laughs> negative stored energy. And I really needed to change my state of mind. So for me, I had to have the awareness. Okay, well, the most times it impacts my life the most was when I would walk home, come in from work, and Jess was happy to see me, and I'd be this this grumpy, stern, you know, <laughs> person that I wouldn't want to be showing up with, and that was often a trigger. So the progressive awareness is just really take note of the times, the people, the interactions that you tend to be triggered the most. So this involves. Uh, self-discovery journey really a deep dive into our psychology uh, what makes us triggered and this this is that's a journey of in itself but basically it's to deconstruct the ego by knowing its trigger points knowing when you will get triggered by something and and this isn't to say it's going to stop the triggers from happening but it gives you an advantage it gives you the upper hand so we can prepare ourselves to practice and implement a state of a state of mind a change a state change in those moments and understand when we react in negative ways that it isn't our true nature those patterns simply become familiar to you and now that's the default state so have the awareness in the moments you need a state change that hey this isn't me hey i'm not showing up how I truly want to show up here and this doesn't feel good. So that's the progressive awareness we want to build. We want to catch ourselves in those low vibrational points of our day and, and find the patterns so that we can either prepare ourselves to implement the instant tools or just simply have the awareness that we don't want to be living this way continually and that it's dangerous because it's going to perpetuate and, and, and just compound over time. So the third category, which is the where all the marbles live, which is rebuilding a more desirable identity. And this is a total total overhaul of uh, of our of our internal selves of how we're showing up. 
And this is really the journey we should all be wanting to enter and take. And I believe we shouldn't only look for a quick fix. And in today's society, that's all we're ever shown. Oh, do this, do this quick diet, do this quick fad, and you'll be good. Implement this strategy and you're good to go. But we really want to look at the long-term progressive fix. What's really going to help us uh, live congruently to our true selves. Not a fad, but a lifestyle. And that involves living in a holistically healthy manner. Our mind, our body, and our spirit. So our body, the nutrition, the diet that we have. Not a fad diet, but our, what we eat every single day. Not just a quick fix to lose a couple pounds, but what we continually eat. That lifestyle of our diet that works for you. And this is going to include some trial and error. But our nutrition, what we put in our body has an absolutely massive impact on our cognitive function, our ability to function every day, not just making us feel good. That has a direct impact on our mood, our energy, everything. Food is what drives the machine and we need to be ingesting and putting real foods in our body, not chemically altered substances that might taste good, but that are not going to benefit us in the long run. And obviously exercise and movement, uh, constantly moving our, our body every single day, getting that mind body connection, energy helps release the stored energy when we have stress and when we have frustration and we have everything that we're storing we store that in our body we store that in our joints and our muscles and that weighs on us that affects our body posture that affects our moods so we need to get moving and get exercising to release that and release the endorphins that make us feel good and not only is it good for um our physical body, but it, it, it implements that mind-body connection, which helps us to have higher functionality and living more, uh, you know, living with better cognitive function. So there's so many positive aspects behind moving and movement and exercise. And then there's our mind, and this can be mindfulness um, and awareness practices, whether it's meditation, imagery, visualizations, envisioning and feeling a new you through meditation before we experience it in the physical life, the physical realm. And this is what I, this was really pivotal in my journey. And I still meditate every single day because it truly centers me. It takes me away from that busy, chaotic external lifestyle and lets me look within, lets me look with what's important to me, who I want to be, the person I want to become. And I focus that, I visualize that and I feel it in my body. And that has a connection to my brain, which actually changed the neurochemistry and the, the neural pathways in my brain helping me to formulate and live congruently to the identity to the person that I want to show up as every single day and it's that reminder which activates my reticular activating system so I'm reminded reminded of and look for things to help me through my day-to-day -day life to live how in, in, in alignment to the person who I want to become in essence my true nature and then there's also changing the stories in our mind and changing our limiting beliefs within all of this, such as 
this is possible to snap out of a bad mood or generate more energy after work. I truly didn't believe that was possible because of the stories I was telling myself. I told myself, I'm not a person who can just change my mood. I'm not, I take time to change my mood and I can't just have more energy. You know, these were awful, awful stories, which were truly leaving me in stagnation. So these are all, this is all done in our mind through these mindfulness, through these meditation, through journaling, through all these practices, you know, it's, it's not just implementing one quick tool, but it's that mind, that body and our spirit, our inner practices, that self internal relationship that we have within ourselves to go on to deeper levels of consciousness and awareness to understand who you are beneath all these layers that we've built up along the years. Yes, we probably built these layers to protect us in some kind of manner, but it's shielding us from who we want to be and it makes us show up. It makes us react in certain manners that aren't aligned with that good, loving positivity that lives within all of us, our true nature. Think of as a child, think of as a baby. We're not born with all this hate. We're not born with all these defense mechanisms, with all these reactions within us. We're just, we just are, we're just glowing. We're just happy. We're just, you know, experiencing life as is. We're technically in the present. As we mentioned, it's neither good or bad. We just take it all in. So we really want to get back to that, that back to that child essence that we all have within us. And once you discover that, you'll most likely realize that and uncover a more desirable being that you want to live more aligned with and that's all done through our spiritual inner practices so implement the identity the transformation to become less and less triggered and for the times you do get triggered um there is those quick action, those quick tools, those, those quick practices. So, but it's really, we really want to focus on the total overhaul, the holistic health journey, because that's where the lasting change lives. We don't want the quick fix, but we progressively want to work on improving the holistic picture. So it's time to take ownership of our stories of our mind. External circumstances do not need to control how we think, feel, and act. We can learn to change our state of mind with the instant tools, strategies, and practices. We can progressively build our self-awareness to give us a better understanding of our trigger points. And most importantly, we can make changes to live more aligned with our true, genuine identity. This is accomplished with a total holistic overhaul. If you are tired of living in a negative, low vibrational state of mind, then take these steps to make changes today and you will surrender your average life. Thank you so much for listening, everybody. I hope you have an awesome day. Take care.